Welcome to the Council of Moms. The Council of Moms began organically generations ago as women would wander out of their front porch looking for human contact and the answers to those unanswerable mothering questions. And, uh, you know, looked around in the neighborhood and said, is it just me? What should I do? Well, the Council of Moms has evolved since then. And today, for the Lisa Show, we love to dive in to those topics where we're like, hmm, is it just me? How am I supposed to do this? What do you do? And so I've collected a, a group of women that have different life experiences, different parenting journeys, and we're going to talk about these interesting topics, these pressing topics that, you know, sit on our minds as we drift off to sleep um, or don't. <laughs> And that we are, you know, awake and shocked in the morning, still thinking about these issues. That's what the Council of Moms is all about. What's your best hack, mothering hack, something that you learn that you're like, oh, this is awesome, big or small? I'm Amy Hackworth. I'm a mom of three, a life coach and a writer. So that... Uh, question riddled me with self-doubt. I don't have one. <laughs> so that was a hard beginning. What are kids have broken? And that came right to mind. Yeah, right? random I, like stuff every screen, kids have broken. Every screen in our home has been broken. Maybe by one particular child uh, who I <laughs> won't mention specifically. You know, ruined paintbrush, lost tools. Uh, the list goes on and on. Oh. Anyway, that, that I have lots of those. But not a parenting <laughs> hack. I'm here to learn. Yeah, I love it. Jeanette Bennett, I have five kids in all stages of life. So my oldest two are married and done with college and living on their own. And I'm going to be a grandma next year. So that's exciting. So Thank you. And I'm I very a, jealous. I, it, I am excited. Everybody it's says amazing. it's amazing. So I'm, I'm ready to try that out. A son on a mission, a daughter heading to college, and then I have a sixth grader. So they're all spread out. And, and I've loved every stage. It's super fun. But my life hack is, because it drives me nuts when they're like, we have nothing to eat. So my life hack is take them grocery shopping. And oh. I'm like, what would you eat? So that mm -hmm. when they're in the pantry going, Mom, there's nothing. I'm like, well, <laughs> you picked out these fruit snacks. Do you remember that? Yeah. You know, or whatever it is. So totally. take them with you. I love idea. it. That's awesome. Uh, my, my name is Carrie Ann Rhodes, and um, I have two kids still in elementary school. I'm an older mom. Um, and my life hack, I'm still proud of this moment was leaving Costco and the, you know, the receipt checker would often do a smiley face or a balloon. And if, and if they didn't, it could sometimes cause problems. Mm -hmm. And one time when they just got the line down, I said, oh, look, you got a snake. <laughs> and it changed everything. There were no more tantrums and sadness yeah. leaving Costco ever again. I love it. It's so on good. your feet. You've got yeah. a future in PR, I think. <laughs> yeah. Spin that story. Spin that story. Yeah. Right? It's smoke and mirrors sometimes, mothering. Absolutely. Um, for our discussion, I reached out to our listeners. I really love the community that the Council of Moms has created for the Lisa Show. I love so we it. asked you, you know, what kind of questions do you want the Council of Moms to answer? And I got a lot of answers, you know, a so lot of questions. Fun. And it's really fun. Um, and this question is a combination of several questions. So when you, how do you change your parenting to parent adult kids? What has helped that transition? Alongside of that is like, how do you know what boundaries to have with your adult kids? Now, I realize that we're all in different perspectives. And Carrie Ann, I was particularly like thinking about you because we've all experienced that your kids are younger, but you have such great experience because you 
as an aunt, as a friend, you've observed things. There's blind spots that you have as a mother. You need a different kind of perspective. And you've also experienced this yourself. So I really do feel like we're all like, you're just on the, at the beginning of this transition. Yeah. You have really been in it. I've really been in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've made a ton of mistakes. <laughs> so I have a lot of things to share. No. And, I'm, I and just... I'm dreading it. So. <laughs> so <laughs> I really do think the variety of this group can help. It's a very serious, like, question because there's so much in that question, like, with boundaries with adult kids or how is that transition? How do you know what to do? There's so many little different, like, personal stories behind these questions. So, um, yeah. I was just this morning giving my college son some unsolicited advice. How did, how did, how did that go? <laughs> well, here's what I have learned. I did say, hey, I want to tell you something. So now I give it a little introduction. Yeah. You know, like, and, and are you open to it? What do you think? You know, so still unsolicited, but I, I a little bit ask for permission. And he's a good sport, so he says yes, you know. And then I have learned to lay off, um, let's see, the urgency that I feel, <laughs> right? How important I think what I have to say is, and and I, I've learned to offer it, right? Now I just, I can say, hey, so here's a couple things you might want to think about, you know, just some things to consider. Um, and I think before I was a little more, you know, I, I felt the import of what I had to say. And it was really important to me that they also <laughs> felt But that, don't you right? still feel like it's very important, like deep oh, in yeah. your soul? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do. I feel so like, it's about not yeah. what you say, but how you're presenting yeah, it. Yeah, how I'm presenting it. But yeah, I also good. am in the process of learning to to let go and say, oh, their path turns out is going to look different than I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Turns out it's really their life. Mm-hmm. Not it turns out they want different things than I want for them. <laughs> I am surprised at what a transition that was for me. That seems mm-hmm. like such an obvious thing. Of course it's their life, but... My expectations, you know, and ideas have been pretty deeply But I, rooted. don't you think that it's okay, though, to take a second as moms and not for, in front of our kids, and this is not our kids' responsibility, but just to sort of mourn and really feel all of the good things that we wanted for them that they don't want? Right. Because I used to exactly. sort of push it away like, oh, I didn't really want that for them. Oh, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And then it would like kind of fester and yeah. then I'd be like, no, I wanted these good things that they're never going to have or that they didn't choose. Yeah. That deserves Okay, a that's moment. okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I'm not going to put that on them, but right. like I have had to process that with friends. Mm-hmm. I have, I don't know. Have you had to do that? I don't, I don't think it's shameful either for parents to have expectations in their family growing up. Like it feels it, wrong. It, I, I think hmm. we're, we're in this like parenting atmosphere where a little bit it's like, oh, let them do and let them be. And like so many of those things are great. Like so many of those things maybe we wanted and mm-hmm. we've definitely incorporated and, and whatnot. But we all have different values and things mm-hmm. that are important. I mean, such as like <laughs> education or yeah. um, developing interests and like, that's okay. And I don't, th- I don't, I don't think it's, we need to feel shameful about having expectations of like, 
we hope that you will do this. And they're very broad. Mm-hmm. It, we can't get specific, right? Like mm-hmm. Olympic athletes. That's I mean, very specific. specific. I know what you mean. Diver. Yes. Yeah. Right. Like, like I've enjoyed doing this. I wish that you liked this. But we all have expectations right. of, I mean, because we all want them to stay out of prison, right? Like we're, exactly. we're it's, it's, yeah. well, it's all on a continuum. You know, you yeah. want like yes. them to have a good life and yeah. to, you know, not be on the front page for the wrong reasons and all of that. Yeah. So it's like, at what point are our expectations unreasonable or more about us or whatever. One one yeah. thing that I've that's and that one hurts. Yeah. 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 <laughs> when you're like but I oh. wanted to live through you. I didn't I play the violin, and but I want you to. <laughs> you know? Yes. Something I've given up. Yeah. Um but one thing that surprised me about adult kids is they want and need praise as mm. much or more as our little kids. Wow. I think they still want to know that we think they're awesome. Yeah. Oh that's great. And especially their parents. They want their parents to be like, you're so rad. Yeah. Exactly. That dates me. And I, and I have but. two in-law kids, and and they love it too when I praise them either like privately or in a post mm-hmm. or something. You know, I think it. I think it, we all crave that. We're all little kids at heart that just do you approve of me? You wow. know. I think wow. that's so Such important to remember. Reminder. I I the whole expectation thing. This is what I thought. This is what I thought you were going to do, or this is what I thought our family would look like, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, no one gets that. Well, maybe some people do. I don't know. When I'm on social media, I'm like, some people do get that what they want. <laughs> that's interesting. I wonder what that's like for Smoke them. Smoke and mirrors, right? <laughs> yeah. Mute, mute. No, just kidding. Um, not kidding. But uh, I, I do think that embracing that reality has helped me of being like, what am I worried about? Like, yeah, I, if they're ha- healthy and happy. I mean, there are legitimate reasons to be upset about their path. You know, um, and and that's a heartbreaking thing too, and and maybe we can go there too. Of like when you do worry, when your adult kids are not doing well, when that transition is not going well, when they are, you know, addicted to drugs, when 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 they are not able to get out of bed, like like serious issues. Yeah. Um, that a lot of parents have to deal with that and right. feel lonely in it because it's such a time of transition and you know, first day of college or or a new job or whatever. And if your kids are not progressing in a standard, like standard expected way with good things, you can, it it can be very isolating and lonely as a parent. And there are those times when they don't deserve praise, right? Like there's a moment of like, (laughs) you know, you need help. This is, you've lost five jobs in a row or whatever. Um, But I I think what they always want to know is we love them. So, so even if you can't praise them in the moment, express love for them unconditionally, (laughs) Mm non-transactional. I love you. You know, that is never going to change. And, and then just finding them kind of intriguing. I have a daughter who doesn't wear shoes. She's very much a hippie. We're very different, you know, (laughs) very different. But I have to be like, I love how you're like at one with the earth. You know, I I think that's amazing. Teach me more. Teach me some yoga moves or whatever. (laughs) And so I try to find something to be curious about, even if I don't understand it, just just tweaking it slightly, like Mm -hmm. a little curious, you know. so cool because I think our first, our first inclination is not to be curious or not to be engaged. It's sort of like, oh, you're going to, you're going to do that. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Right. I love it. Like, tell me more about it. What a cool way to build relationship. I, I never thought awesome. I'd say, find myself saying, oh, what a cute tattoo. You know, it, it, it's yeah. things like that. Like I can't think things that 
in my generation would have been a little oh. bit more like, huh? <laughs> yeah. um, it's not. And it's like, not it's, it's been difficult to like, yeah. let go. Uh, like, I'm an old person who doesn't like things yeah. young people do sometimes. <laughs> and yeah. it, Thank you for saying that. You hit a nerve <laughs> with me because I just, like, here's the thing. as a You still have your own likes and dislikes as a mom because you're a person, sure. right? And here's the thing, and I'll go on record. I don't like tattoos. <laughs> And I have a child who loves them. I like well-done tattoos. Well, and here's the thing. And it's, it's the and, homemade and for ones. them, it's an <laughs> artistic expression. Yeah. It's it's part of their, like, sure, career sure. and journey and stuff. Nothing that I ever imagined. Yeah. Nothing that, that. And at the end of the day, I have had to come to terms with, like, so what? Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Like, so what? What does that mean? It's just something that I again, didn't grow up with, mm-hmm. wasn't surrounded with. It's a, it's totally different in, in the thing. And to it's be curious about it has been better. And I just look and I'm like, well, yeah. then what does it mean? They're doing really great in their career. They're happy. They've got a great relation. Like, there's so much to, why right. are you looking at right. that? And it, it's grown on me, I have to tell you. Uh, but it, speaking of age, like I've been thinking about how maybe I, when I was a teenager, parents up in arms like, oh my gosh, my kid's got pink hair, right? Oh, right. Or something like that. Oh, a and piercing. That, or a piercing. It yeah. was a piercing in our day. Yeah, yeah. So I've had to think about that. Like, okay, this is how that generation felt about pink hair is yeah. how I feel right now about some piercings and tattoos and these, mm-hmm. you know, like, okay, I'm just, this is the moment that every parent has. Mm-hmm. In fact, I re-listened to, um, oh, oh gosh, I'm blanking. It's Cheaper by the Dozen, the, the book, a few years ago. And the dad is horrified by his daughter's silk stockings in the, like, 1920s, <laughs> right? And I'm like, oh, every generation of parents has had something to be horrified <laughs> to about. To freak totally. out about long hair yeah. or yeah, long I'm like, hair, but makeup. How far will it go? Well, this time What's it's reasonable. <laughs> Our concerns well, are reasonable. And it's kind <laughs> of like the question, too, of like, it's like, okay, yeah, I never thought about this, but how far do you, is, does it go Where's the boundary? Like, yeah. and I think that's it. Like, so I'm curious as to when do you say, uh-uh, like, I don't like this. I don't know. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Where's yeah. the edge? Right now it's whatever's lawful. Yeah. Like, oh, the that's good, good point Set about, like, there. Yeah, yeah, keeping out of jail. Like, yeah. Yeah. let's just stay within the law right the now. Law that's, that's where my boundary is. Yeah. Except with adult children, like, do we even... I mean, I guess we can say the law is important to us, right? But do we get to say, nope, don't do that. You can't do that. You don't get to to say that. that. Mm -hmm. One thing I've learned the hard way is I've told my kids, from younger and older, I'll be like, hey, this is totally your decision. Yeah. Here's some things to think about. And then they make a decision. And then, from sad experience, I've been like, actually, no, I, I... want you to, and then it's like, wait, you said it was my decision. I mean, and this happens with simple things, even like with yeah. my daughter, I'm like, hey, do you want to go to the airport to pick up your sister? Yeah. Uh, it's up to you. I don't want to go. No, actually, I do want you to go. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, what about you the decision thing? Wrong, wrong you know? But wrong I've done, choice. I've had yeah. similar conversations with my older kids where I'm like, completely up to you. Yeah. And I have to remind myself Ooh, to, to let yeah. it, let them make the decision. And I also think natural consequences are a parenting's best friend. We're afraid of them. Yes. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I feel like, may, you know, if they do run into the law, let's let natural consequences play yeah. out. You know? We've had some experiences with that. Um, <laughs> one thing that and that I have learned with that that kind of like boundary thing is, is sometimes I always thought, why am I more upset mm. 
and struggling with this question or issue of what they should do more than they are. Oh, wow. Like, and that has been a good yeah. sort of test for me to kind of back off and go, this is their life. It's not my life. Like, yeah. how arrogant is it that I think that they're my little robots, you yeah. know? And and it, it's been a hard lesson for me. But I will say that, like, when we all get together and my adult kids are home, I mean, they are all so different. And it's so fun. Yeah. And if I had gotten my way, it wouldn't look like that. Yeah, what, would so they, what would they have looked what like? What do I know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. There, yeah. There is like a little bit of a smack of humility in that of like, no, this, who's to say that this isn't what my expectation should right. have been? Yeah. And honestly, yeah. it's kind of freeing to be like, oh, yeah. I don't, I don't have to run your life. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> you know, if you if we twist it back to the spin it thing, you know, the PR skills that you use yeah. as a mom, like, this is amazing. You get yeah. to run your life. I just get to sit over here, you yeah. know? Yeah. Because when we do feel like, ooh, you shouldn't have dropped out of college. Ooh, you know, shouldn't have gotten fired. Yeah. That's, that's so angsty, you know, to feel it like is. we can actually fix it when we can't. So let's just enjoy the ride a little more. And you, and you don't have to. Like, I, so I, I feel like so many adults with these with older people, it's a constant work of like letting go of like I've got to let go. And and the, I feel like people who are the most kind of miserable and stressed mm-hmm. are the ones who can't let it go, sure. or who like internalize the guilt of what they're doing, or can't let go of. Well, you should have done this. I mean, mm-hmm. I yeah. I think I'm anticipating. <laughs> practicing this yeah. so that I can be peaceful in my, you know, sure. adult, more adult years. Well, and adult. so they won't unintentionally get the wrong message that you don't trust them, that you right. don't think that they're smart enough right. or wise enough to figure this out, that they, you know, that you, and, and showing that, that trust. And for me, the hardest thing has just been shutting my mouth and just saying, I know that seems like a really hard decision. I know you're going to make the right choice. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Mm-hmm. And what's so great about that is that then I think they'll continue to talk to you, right? I think when we offer too much advice or when we're too pushy or too disappointed, they don't want to come and talk to us anymore. No. So when mm-hmm. you show that trust in them, then they're, you know, they're open. They know that they can yeah. rely on you. They don't want to hear, I told you so. Yeah. So if we never yeah. tell them so, they, you know, yeah. They, yeah. That you they don't have to hold it against us. Yeah. So there's this great parable, and this is from a really wise friend of mine, uh, about um, good or bad, hard to say. And I don't remember all the details, but it's like, the uh, farmer's horse dies and, you know, the villagers come and say, oh, that's terrible. Your horse is dead. And, and he says, well, good or bad, hard to say, right? And then because his horse is dead, something else happens that, that all the villagers say, oh, you're so lucky that that happened. And he's like, well, good or bad, hard to say. And it goes on and on. Um, his, his breaks his leg and then he can't be called up to the army. And that seems like, you know, then that's a relief. Oh, good or bad, hard to say. And that's been so helpful. And and this friend has the, the situations you were mentioning earlier, kids in prison, kids addicted to drugs, alcoholics, some really tough situations. And she is so great about still trusting in the process, even mm-hmm. with her adult kids, you know, some of them well into their 20s, early 30s who are struggling. Good or bad, hard to say, maybe jail is exactly what they needed. To, to progress on their path in life. And I just admire that so much that we just don't know mm-hmm. what where our kids will end up or a, what will happen. I have a friend you know? living that right now whose yeah. son, OD, didn't end up passing away but caused some wow. major problems with his body. And she said, our relationship has never been better wow. because all of a sudden he does want her more in his life and they're healing together. And she's like, I never would have 
asked for this, mm-hmm. but yeah. good or bad, hard to say. It's, it's actually had a lot of good. Yeah. So yeah. if we if we look for that and spin it that way, I love that phrase. That's yeah. good. It's great. And isn't, isn't it, it so great that we can share those stories um, with each other? I feel like in those moments, our tendency because it's our fear, um, our our egos that we want to sort of hide and retreat, yeah. keep it secret. Mm-hmm. But when we share it with our friends and and we get the support we need and, and don't look for that for our kids, which is inappropriate, I don't think, yeah. then we can show up better for our kids because we've we've had the time to like go through the, you know, if my kid OD'd and somebody said, you know, oh, maybe it's for the better. Like it, not in that moment, yeah. but, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's do you know what I mean? You're like, okay. Oh, okay. well, I just think about like the stresses that my family has been in and when people are like, Oh, I'm sure this will be a big blessing. And you're just like, Thank um, you. I don't know, like in that moment. But yeah. but being present there, I think that that is like what moms are good at. Like, what do you need? I'm in. Like, yeah. put me in, coach. But we need that kind of support, I think, from other women. And we can I only do. do it if we open up. Yeah. I think when we feel ashamed about something our yeah. kids are doing, we make it about us, which is mm-hmm. sort of what you said earlier, right? Then it's about us. Oh, I'm a bad mom because right. my kid did mm-hmm. these things. Oh, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, I didn't teach them. With You know, when we can separate our our kids from ourselves, then, then it doesn't make us. And I you think know, that's healthy anything, too. But a mom who cares, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I have this joke with my friend that I've I've known since my friend Wendy since I've known since I was two years old, and she's got a lot of stresses with her kids, and we you know compl- we vent to each other, right? Because we've known each other through all the stages of our lives, and we're like. Who thought that two innocent girls from Lincoln, Nebraska would have to deal with all, you know, like, why is everything so hard? Or, you know, yeah. we, we like to to turn it up for each other or whatever. And we have this joke that we're like, well, now we're focusing on our careers. You know? <laughs> we we gave everything to our children, but now, it, now it's hard. We're just now focused on our careers. And we use it sort of as a joke, but I do think that that is a h- part of why this transition of parenting from teenagers to adults is so hard, because they need you less because it's not waking up and thinking like when they're a toddler, okay, what are they going to eat? What are they going to wear? Like we, we go from making all their decisions to them to slowly, you know, letting them make their decisions to the point where we're not making any of their decisions for them. And if you say it, they'll do the opposite. Yeah. yeah. And you sort of have to sit on your hands and bite your tongue and not, but that is a hard trend. That's it hard. And I just hard. want to acknowledge that. But to say that, that so that joke is kind of like, but it is time to do something else. You know, I've seen other women who yeah. know every little detail about their adult children and are intimately involved in talking on the phone for, you know, hours and hours. And I mean, a little bit, I'm jealous, but also, <laughs> also a lot of it. I'm, I'm, I'm like, oh, that's, that's also not how it's supposed yeah. to be. Right. What's helped you with that? Hmm. Yeah. I think having a sense of self all along. I mean, it's hard as a young mom to realize that that should be a priority because yeah. yeah. it feels so much like you're doing the right thing by being all in, and that's super good. But I think it ends up being really hard if you haven't had a sense of self that's separate, sure. a little hobby or reading, mm-hmm. writing, sure. walking, serving, working, you know, for some. And that's kind of what I did. But I think that it's everybody gets to figure it out, but you do need to be a person that's not just Sarah's mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, 
I think that will, will help in the transition. I think so. that illusion of control over our kids' lives is founded in those early years when really we are in charge of yeah. so yeah. Uh-huh. much for uh-huh. them. So that's been a big realization for me to, to realize that's where it came from. There was a time when I really did have to make all the decisions for yeah. them. And then releasing that really is hard. I agree with Jeanette. Having something that is a, a sense of self that's independent and it is hard to mm-hmm. establish and almost doesn't. I think culturally, sometimes it feels selfish mm-hmm. early on when your kids are little. Well, like, I'm supposed to be here. I'm supposed to be all in. I'm supposed you know? to give up everything for them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then it turns out to not be good for them or for you. Yeah. And then right. you're like, but wait a second. Yeah, wait a second. I have a friend who has a, a daughter going through a divorce. So there's a divorce, there's grandkids, there's a lot of going on. And, and she said to me the other day, you know what? I love everyone in this story. Aww. And the way she said it, of like, it's a story. You know, she sees them as characters in a way, and she's going to lose a son-in-law. It's it's complex, right? She's like, I love everyone in the story. Uh, That reframed it a little bit for me. Like, we are watching stories unfold, and these are characters, and all good stories have a lot of conflict and surprises. That's such an interesting way to put it, too, because it reminds me of my mom says the same thing, like, you know, you're always a mom. And and if if one of her kids isn't doing— not one of her kids— Isn't doing something that she necessarily likes or agrees mm-hmm. with or would choose. She would just say, well, I just always know it's not the end of the story. Mm-hmm. Life is mm-hmm. long and that it's yeah. just, it'll, you know. Mm-hmm. Keep reading. <laughs> okay. Now there's something about boundaries in this question, yeah. right? And I'd like some collective wisdom about that. What do you <laughs> think about, what, are, what do we do about boundaries for our adult kids? Well, what? Okay, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, great. (laughs) But this is a great way to like sort of wrap up this conversation. I'd love everybody to be able just to say one thing about, you know, what they've learned. It has been good and healthy for my adult children to not live with me. Mm -hmm. That has been a good boundary. When I have, because of the pandemic and family circumstances and things, that hasn't always been you know, the situation, uh, things didn't go according to plan. Spoiler. And um, But what I did learn is, is that this is good. It's good for them to live on their own mm-hmm. and a, as part of our relationship mm-hmm. as a mother and, a, and an adult child. So that, that is one boundary that I, that I have learned that is, is good. Again, not always possible in this economy and things like that and, yeah. and family situations, but, um, but not knowing every little detail of every choice and sure. how long they sleep and what they eat is great. <laughs> is, is, yeah. It ha- was helpful for that transition. I love that. I love that. I say lower all expectations to basically zero. <laughs> so are you coming for dinner? I, I, I uh, hesitate to even ask that. Right? It's like it's always open. But sometimes in the, my early years of being an adult mom, and I would ask, sometimes that was perceived as a as pressure. pressure. Mm-hmm. Like, I want you. I'll be disappointed if the answer is no. Yeah. So I've learned to just be like, no expectations. Also, and I don't know if this is good or not, but like, I feel like I'm ready and allow them to take advantage of me. For example, like walking in when they want, eating whatever they want, but I would never do that to them. Like, I wouldn't walk into their home. Yeah. You know, if I go yeah. to their home, I'm definitely knocking and calling before or whatever, mm-hmm. not expecting them to pay for my lunch, you know. But I I guess I've just decided the piece is worth it for me to just be like, I'm going to let you yeah. just kind of violate my boundary a little bit. <laughs> but, I will really yours, but I'll respect yours. That's really helpful for me to hear. That's really helpful for me to hear. I don't know what I'm doing either, but that's where I'm at right now. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers to that. I I feel like so much of our parenting is we're either adaptive from what we got 
or were like completely reactive to what we got. Sure. And my my own parents, I and this was unbeknownst to us as grandkids, but I did have a grandma who um, violated boundaries a little bit. And I didn't I didn't know this until I was an adult. And it made so much sense of how my parents parent us oh. as adults. Oh. They, you know, we moved out of the house to go to college or whatever, and they were almost like completely hands-off. Not when we mm-hmm. were at home, like, you know, we were mm-hmm. expected to behave and whatnot. But um we would have to call them. They were not calling. And this is before cell phones and stuff too, though. I mean, sure. whatever. Long distance charges. Remember those? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. But um, they, so like we would have to call them. And even still, we are the ones that have to invite them to come to like every soccer game or every kind of thing. They are not in our business. And there has been times when we've talked as adult children, a little bit of like, do they care? Mm-hmm. And so there, there's a tiny bit That's of, um, like I said, there's there's adoption and reaction. And I think my parents, according to what they got, took it kind of one way. And so now we as the adult children, we're evaluating what hmm. we're getting and kind totally. of saying, yeah, how much do we want just a little bit more? Do we, do we not? I mean, we're always welcome. We're always, Mm -hmm. it's like what you say, that's how they act to us. Like come in, eat our food. I can't tell you how many times my parents have come home and I'm sitting at their kitchen table, like doing something that I probably could have done at home, but I like their house better. I'm sure they love you. That's awesome. I love it. I I really appreciate this conversation. I've learned some things and like recommitted myself to different things, but I, I feel like there's value in like continuing the conversation. Situations change. Children are different. You know, I hate to give out blanket information to, of knowing, except to say that this idea of talking to your kids, being curious, setting the those kinds of boundaries and have <laughs> lowering the expectations. To zero. I, 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 I tell myself that <laughs> all the time. Lower zero. the bar. Just yep. be awesome. Lower the bar and be awesome, Lisa. Like just, just be a cheerleader. Be a cheerleader. Our kids, my nieces and nephews who are an adult, they just need a cheerleader yeah, sometimes. And we, their yeah. parents can be the ones that have to lay down the law, but like as another adult in their life, I can just love and yeah. hug. Mm-hmm. Love and hug. I love it. Well, thank you for this discussion. Thanks for joining us on the Council of Moms. Obviously, the the conversation always continues, but we hope that that by doing the Council of Moms, by listening to this conversation, you will create your own Council of Moms um, to help give you the support that you need too in your everybody's you know individual circumstances. So, thanks again. Thanks, thanks so much. Thank you for listening to the Council of Moms. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Find us on any of the podcast platforms. And if you have a question for the Council of Moms, please leave a comment for us on The Lisa Show on Instagram or Facebook. Mm-hmm.